Oh boy, it's a Sunday! You know what that means is time for Pathfinder with a couple of friends across the internet. Hello, my name is Bouter. I will be your dungeon master or game master or whatever the hell you want to call me. Maybe Dungeon Teddy, as my freaking plaque says. And these are my beautiful friends across the World Wide Web, or basically Discord, to play Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Yeah. How's everybody doing? You're doing pretty good. I just want to let everyone know I'm the tank of this party. Fuck you. Nice. Fuck <laughs> you. You're the least tank-ish of all. You're, well, like, you're never, even, you're never even in the front line. The only reason you were ever in the front line was because of a non-magic shield. So <laughs> do, I, do, I have to, do I have to make the remark that you're as efficient as a Russian tank? <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Oh. Do you want to to be honest, like the Tarush, that does sound like a, a name for a Russian tank. So yeah. who is the tank then? I am. No. No. <laughs> no. I'm the best tank. We're, I know one thing for sure. Hold on, okay, then, then explain this to me. How is it that every single time we get into combat, I'm the one taking all the punches? Oh yeah. Y'all are magic well, users. I see an Instagram just, post. And there's coming one up. person hitting them in the face. Did you know that you for 69% just... of all battles, Edge goes down first? That's true. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that's because true. you're a tank. Mm. That's because I'm the only tank. That's not true. I just have resistance tree against physical damage, so I okay, do okay, okay. My so get up there with me then. I get up there with me and, and hack some people. Sometimes. like, I have a um, talk planned out. Then, no, 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 for, for our viewers, do realize that this will be like at least. Three quarters of the entire session. So if it's not your cup of tea, then uh, feel free to tune in next time. No, I also, should let the audience I also think it's, the tank. Uh, I think it's funny that yes. our true tank uh, is very quiet, <laughs> Crowen. <laughs> He's also not a tank. He's always in the back shooting his freaking crossbow, taking no fucking damage. Nice. I did it so once. Annoying. It's so the tank. It's called being a smart tank. Until somebody steps up. Yes. And takes more damage than Edge. Edge is the tank. Okay. I say it's every damage shooters. that I catch, I'm keeping from all y'all. All the yeah. animals that I cast, those, those are those are those tank as well. <laughs> it's me. Okay. You started it. We're not the same. You started it. I think it was no. It was Charlie who started it. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. But there will only be one person that will have the final say in who is the tank. And that will not even be me, that will be the chat. The chat will decide who of y'all can die. I, I, side, can I side with Nidico, to be honest. Because he just said in, in chat, let's say if tank means pulling aggro, I guess we can all, I call Edge the tank. And that is, I mean, going all ape shit and, and landing punches. I feel like Tarush catches most of the aggression in this party, so... Uh... Within the party, yes, but when it comes to the party versus enemies, I'm still the tank. I knocked you out, bitch. So anyway... <laughs> I can't, he's too far away from me. There was, there was another thing that happened, though, except for these bunch of buffoons going at themselves at who is the tank. Uh, because that's... We got uh, 300 followers. 
We now have 300 people that get like stupid notifications that we stream and then they think to themselves, oh man, I really should stop following them because I never watch them. But then they forget and so we still have 300 followers. (laughs) And for that, that, um, as of today, a a small little addition has been made to uh, how you, our beautiful viewers, can uh, influence uh, what the hell we're doing. Um, As a little bit of a um, step forward, the artifact is now officially empowered even beyond comprehension and it can now alter the very fabric of the universe. So, in the uh, stream description, there are now a... um, I have to say it correctly, seven, as of this moment, seven different new options uh, that you could buy. Um, For this day, you won't yet be able to uh, buy them with llama points because we still have to figure out how much exactly to make these sorts of things uh, because they will be expensive. These seven things will be you who can choose how to alter the very story that we are playing. Um, there, for now, there will be uh, two different things that you can do as a uh, general streamwise thing. Um, and all of these will be in theme of the uh, current story that we are playing. So for now, because the different fish people of the sewer system are assaulting or assailing our uh, beautiful people here, you will be capable of just buying a scum raid and just whenever you feel like jumping into combat, you will be able to do so and just frick these people over. On the other side, you can also help them because um, as a uh, part of gaming, there is now also the option to buy loot boxes. Uh, At any point in time, if you have uh, saved up enough llama points, you will be able to just let the artifact materialize a loot box with uh, magical items and coinage for our uh, beautiful party to to aid them in their adventures. Which, if I remember correctly, is also an option on the wild magic search with with which we have never ruled before. <laughs> no, exactly. And and because it's a game with with like kill stuff, get loot. It's it's nice for you guys to also just have a say in that. Give but us stuff to, to kill and then give us the loot. Yeah, but next I to like that, it. But next to that, these are our basic things that are well generally accepted for now there are also five count them five different other options where you could buy a story bead for one of our beautiful characters all of them have handed in uh, gigantic backstories and uh, things to tie into their storylines so if you have a certain character that you would like to learn more of you can now buy a story bead to get it done and that will just happen so from now on, you will also have the power over where this story goes exactly. This list, of course, will be uh, tweaked and added and uh, subtracted throughout because, well, when the story changes, eventually these guys won't be battling scum anymore. So then like the scum raid doesn't work. Um, so keep an eye on that. But the real crux of it all is that um, for people to add or change the entire story, That should cost a lot of points. A lot of points that would take a lot of time for you to uh, gather because of the um, llama point-like works. So uh, we've also added a uh, a different, well, option. Uh, From now on, anytime you would feel the um, strange need to uh, shove money into our faces and share uh, a thousand bits or more, you will immediately have the option to change the story in one of the ways that I've just described. So, well, uh, in a couple of days, these will be llama point options that you can save up towards. You could also just bypass the line and buy your way straight into our hearts, because that's how money works in this capitalist society, and gas just went up and I can't pay it. So, 
those are new options that we have. And next to that, I do believe that we already have our wild magic surge also what? completed. <laughs> Didn't well, we just start a new one? <laughs> it was empty when I came so I think methadine might have done some stuff. So without further ado, shall we play a game? And we're back. So, to jump back into this beautiful game of Pathfinder, last we left off, our heroes were investigating the Crystal Plague in the vast metropolis known as Farwater, where a dark entity now known as the Shepherd had been tantalizing different individuals to seduce them into following the same dark powers that the Shepherd itself is following increasing a sort of magical vibrations in the air that could infect the different individuals of Farwater, turning them mad and eventually killing them. This Dark Shepherd tried to do this for some dark purpose that we still do not know of, but all of you have uncovered a great deal of this plot. Within the city of Farwater, you have learned that the Shepherd had different shall we say, lieutenants underneath them. Different people of their flock that they were trying to influence. Two of these individuals you have already dealt with. One even turned a, at least temporarily, ally. And there is only one individual left on the list of targets. Namely, Dante Corsell, an actual lieutenant within the local guard which has seemingly been thwarting the efforts of the guard in combating this very disease. Next to all of this, though, you have also done research and tried to uncover what this dark force might be. You have found different places where rituals could be conducted to converse with this dark entity. You have found different clues in sigils and writings. And you have made valuable allies who know a thing or two of this city and the stories that it brought. One of these individuals being Zorel Flo, the so-called high host of the Lake House, a temple slash inn to the goddess of Andra for all the different wanderers, who throughout his many years here has gathered a vast library of all different kinds of stories and information. Information that now seemingly is pointing all of you in the right direction of what this threat to the city might be. After being in the library of the lake house together with Olam, while the rest of you were doing various other things, 
all of you eventually gathered once again in one of the rooms of the lake house that you are renting from him. Here you know, all gathered, together with Lyra Dracos, the aforementioned NPC that you befriended, that seemingly was also under influence of this dark shepherd, but is trying to resist it. And your scum buddy, Buddy, which due to wild magics of the artifact has now turned into your ally and friend. Here, Sorel steps forward in his simple linen clothes because the temperature here within the lake house is kept at a nice temperature in this hour. With his long black braid over his back, well-groomed mustache and beard with a leather-bound tome with rusted copper green from rust on all different corners and written in a language that you still do not understand but a language that you had found before. Buddy informed you that this was the true language of the gods or perhaps just of your adversary. But as Zorel steps in with this tome and tries to tell you what he has found, we do have a wild magic surge that needs to be uh, conducted first. <laughs> I have to have sex with this guy tonight. Don't kill him. I mean, uh, let's see. Let's see what happens, Charlie. <laughs> if you would please roll us a d20 in chat. Here we go. That is a three. A three. All right. So um, roll me another d20. As always, you guys will be odd. Oh, it's off screen. I need to Here. play with that, but that is, let's re-roll that. A one, so odd. A one. All right, so as this happens, as Zorel walks in here, we'll say that the artifact begins to shudder once again. Magical energies begin to coalesce. And as a vast pulse washes over each and every one of you, I need to look some things up real quick. Oh God, I I don't know from heart what this is, but I think someone in chat already called it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's see here. I think somebody in chat has the the little list of all possible things. Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's, just it's, remember. Right, it's right below the screen if you look at it. Yeah, so, so you can look it up. Let's see. That's oh. One, two, three, four, five. Yep. Okay, so as a pulse of magical energy washes over each and every one of you, you feel your eyes start to swell and turn into faceted bug eyes. Mandibles begin to sprout from the corners of your mouth. Multiple legs begin to protrude as your bum extends into a bulbous yellow and black mass with a pointed end as each and every one of you are turned into giant wasps. Dang well. <laughs> into a the bees! Okay, you guys so, are bees. Yeah, we'll, we'll turn you all into bees. No, no, no. I say wasps because all wasps are dicks. Therefore, we now attack each other. I say free for all. Let's go to the I battle. Was, I was going to say, like, I'm going to go for Tarush. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Oh, yeah. That's it. 
we'll, we'll go we'll go into full-blown pvp right now i want each and every one of you to uh look up the stat block of a giant wasp <laughs> God. in, in uh, pf easy tools you should be able to find it there just type in giant wasp and it should jump up oh quick. why so that we just are mean... like are we large are we tiny what are we uh it will say in stat block okay giant wasp creature level three Okay, yeah. Oh no. It lays an eggs in the eggs. <laughs> creature that is paralyzed or unconscious. <laughs> so, with all of this, I will say this to you all. It is only the five of you that are turned into giant wasps. And um, whoever wins this PvP will get like a, a small token of appreciation down the line in the, in the form of a... Um, in the form of a somewhat useful, like, low-level magic item. <laughs> Alright? Oh god. Oh, I want so to that... that wasp that just flies at the window constantly, <laughs> but now <laughs> I don't want to win, so... Oh, yeah, but that's like, that's like large damage for both you and the window. <laughs> Maybe Roll I can use the window slam. to throw at you guys. Alright, suppose a sneak attack. So, guys, for the sake of this, I need you all to roll perception and see who wins the initiative. <laughs> yeah, so, so no, no own stats, not nothing. Just the stat blocks no, for no, giant wasps. Just, here. just the giant wasp stat block. You are now giant wasps, and uh, yes! you will fight. You will fight to the quote-unquote death, or at least till you fall to zero hit points. Twenty-seven motherfuckers. What are we? What are we rolling for initiative? Perception. Uh, just perception. Just perception right now. Okay. A nineteen for me. Nineteen. Six. All right, so. Twenty-four. 24. Fifteen. Okay, so we have uh, Tarush. Uh, who had twenty-six? I, I did. Crowen. So we have Tarush, Crowen, Orlam, and then Jack and Edge. Is that correct? I believe so. All right. So, with that being said, in a burst of magical energy. Within the confines of this small, but quaint, room, all of you are turned into giant wasps. Buddy, with his large fish eyes, doesn't know what the hell is happening. Terrell just sighs and says under his breath, Fucking adventurers. <laughs> we're the first in the initiative order. What do you nice. do? So, as Tarush just goes... And he just immediately goes for edge. No holds barred. <laughs> Uh, as he tries to put his stinger in them, mm. and uh, <laughs> wait, are you fighting me or mating with me? Well, I am trying to implant my eggs in you. So, oh, that's so disgusting! Oh. No, you can only do that into a creature that is unconscious or incapacitated. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Don't worry. <laughs> I have a plan. Don't worry. Oh shit! Okay, so, all right. So, um, you see, you see uh, in your giant wasp eyes as you scan the entire of the room that one giant wasp has a little bit of a lighter complexion and next to a set of mandibles, still two devilish horns also protrude from this giant wasp and even in your animalistic brain, because do realize that you now have a minus five modifier on intelligence checks, um, you, you have something in the back of your mind just telling you Oh, this one dies today. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, um, does Edge start adjacent to me? 
I'll say so, yeah. You guys are large creatures. You guys were standing next to each other already to look at the book yeah, that Zarel had brought with him. You right. guys are adjacent. This 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 room just got very cramped very quickly. There's just like everyone <laughs> everyone in the tavern down below, they're just like everyone's taking covers. They are like this annoying wasp buzz everywhere, you know, just echoing through the building okay. with this massive base. I go for edge. That would be, oh, nice, a 23 versus your AC. Yeah, that hits. Then I need to get, a D Jesus, a d12 out, okay? Yeah. That would be 10 damage. Okay. That's my first action, and then you make a fortitude save. What's with the, that's a 15. No, so, wait. Wait, wait, uh, 16. 16, yeah, so you, you're a carrier, that's it. All right. So I'm I make, a carrier? Yeah, stage <laughs> one, stage one for the war, wasp larva disease. Not a giant oh, wasp gross. venom. No, no, giant wasp venom disease. Uh, no oh, my bad, now. my bad, my bad. Yeah, you so, gotta knock me out before you can impregnate me, me bitch. My bad, I'm mixing them up. I'm mixing them <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, this is so, so gross. He said. No effect. He's but trying, you roll to, he's again trying on to face turn. hugger me. You roll again on your turn. But for now, second attack is 12 plus 7 is 19. That's another hit. Four. If I die damage. as a wasp, do I turn back into myself? Yeah, you just turn back into yourself. Yeah. Brilliant. 15 damage. On yes. the second sting. Alright. And another save for um uh, for giant wasp venom. <laughs> I don't make it. Um I'm gonna have to be a little nicer to this die, I think. Because I rolled two sevens and a one so far. So does it then worsen? I do believe that you I, I do believe that I now have a critical fail, yes. Oh you have a critical oh. fail even. I rolled a natural one. Oh, okay. So then you're paralyzed. Yeah. For one round. I swear to God, if you put your eggs in me, I'm going to fucking kill you, Charlie. You <laughs> I will grab the very next train to the egg because I know where you live, boy. I'll fucking oh. kill you. I dropped my die. Let's grab another one. Um, all right. So attack number three. This would be with a plus two modifier. I don't think that's going to. Well, no, that's I, I, I don't want to um, like make it even worse, but this would be a time that you can try to use the um, implant eggs action. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Charlie, because, that because... was that laugh was too creepy. <laughs> no, 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 not yet. I'm still going for the uh, for another attack, but I, I already rolled. Um, but that's a total of 10, so that's a miss, I believe, even oh. with flat-footed and stuff, I think. Uh, paralyzed. What does that... Ooh. Yeah, flat-footed, so minus two. Yeah, just, AC. okay, yeah, no, that's not enough. Nice, good first turn. Okay. With that so out there of are the way, two I... wasps just, like, flying around and up against each other, and one of them is just... <laughs> um, penetrating the other's flesh with its needle. Blood. What what color blood do wasps have? Let's say green. They green don't have blood. They're insects. Around. That's well, a giant wasps have a liquid. You know. That's a very challenging wank. Lime. Oh, 
god! I see someone attacking a, one of my teammates, and I'm like, instinct. Oh, it's supposed to He's dangerous. Bum! Tarouche. <laughs> okay, Crow goes for Tarouche. And it's uh, it's already a crit because twenty. So oh, natural twenty. Yeah. Who is who is? I'm sorry. Who is who is Francent attacking? I'm attacking Tarouche. Okay. The, the oh, good. It's known as but crit is a bit is a bit on the low side. It's only. Uh, let's see, 6 plus 8, uh, 14 damage. 14 points 14. of damage? That leaves yeah, me with 31. Yeah, and you have to make a fort save. Uh, different screen again. That gives me a 19. Uh, that's just enough to not be a dead oh, poison, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Next uh, strike misses, and the last strike also misses. Okay. As we go to the Olam Wasp, there is one wasp that has, like, beautiful sparkles all over it. This is a little bit darker than the other one. It has cat ears. Wait, what? Olam. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm going to attack the weak because we, we as a group become weaker if we have weak links among us. That's, like, the logic of wasps, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I guess. So uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, implant my eggs <laughs> in edge. In, oh, right. <laughs> you know, because I understand Charlie doing this. I understand Charlie doing this because he's a sick son of a bitch. But you're my fiance, Crystal, and now you're. No, this sounds like week? emotional blackmail. <laughs> Crystal, don't respond to it. You understand this is, that? And that I'm being attacked by Fonzen, so it's fine. Well, Ave, if I'm I survive sorry. this, I'm the tank. If, I'm sorry, no. but if, if someone should impregnate you, then it should it be... It is my fiancé, yeah, yeah, that is true, that uh, is true. I just think it's really weird that I'm unconscious already. I'm <laughs> taking one for the team. I would do it if I wouldn't, so, you know... You do so that means I'm myself for you. I'm taking so, one for the team. Oh, oh, hold on, so I'm this means rules, Edge rules a fortitude safe, right? Exactly, yeah. But the thing is, it's gonna take days before oh, anything happens. 20. Um, you you will have to Do try to wake up again. No. I want to I want to use my stinger first. You know, just to. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead for an attack. That's uh, nineteen. It hurts. Nineteen hits. Yeah. So then a d twelve. Still on edge or on someone else? No, still edge. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not really sorry. Um, I, I don't want to lie. It's eight points of damage. I love eight you. All right. <laughs> I love you. Like, that's not emotional blackmail. God damn it. <laughs> I'm doing this out of love. Uh, I want to impregnate Ave again. <laughs> I'm not Another making this personal. Save. Well, Another first important to save for the place. Oh, no, wait. She's, nah. and she's already at stage three. Right, right, exactly. Right. Not bad. I'm already down, man. <laughs> I love that the chat is just like keeps coming up with facts that makes this worse. Because Chloe's beat just went wasps can lay over a hundred eggs a day. <laughs> Woohoo! Oh <boy. laughs> I'm only on two. <laughs> I'm so glad that I had dinner already. There's also Yeah, sorry. So what is your fortitude safe, Eve? Edge? I, I don't know. Who are yeah, we? Yeah, I know. What it's like life? some at some point we switch to eight, wasp? and I find it really disconcerting. That's a four on the die for a okay. thirteen, I think. 
You're carrying them eggs. Yeah, I am. You're carrying Olam babies. Congratulations. Olam giant wasp babies. Jack, what do you do? As a... Your, your mandibles are a little bit more large than the other mandibles of these. Uh, your orcish nature shines through a little bit in your wasp form. They are great for laying eggs. <laughs> no. You sail. Oh, um, anger flows through me, but there's also survival instinct. So I am going to attack Tarush because I'm expecting him to get attacked. He's getting attacked, so he is going to be the weaker one in a moment. In a moment. Very well. Um, let me roll. Oh, hijo. Um, the first one is a 21, but wait, that uh, that actually works. It is. Yeah. yeah. Cool, 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 cool. So, let me have a quick look. So look, there it is. D12. I never use a D12. Do you even have one? I, I, I do. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad I do. Uh, that's 14 point, 13 points of damage, and Jesus. Uh, giant wasp venom. You have to do a fortitude save in a moment, I think. And I make it with a 22. Ooh. Next one is a net 20. <laughs> <laughs> a net 20? A net 20. This, right, is so why no, this is why you don't have any friends, Maxine. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So that's 2D because uh, ideal. Uh, let's have a look. Ideal 27 points of damage. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And the Tarush wasp is the first one to fall as the stinger of the orcish wasp stabs the other wasp. And in a poof of magical energy, the dazed body of Tarush, we will say, falls to the floor. Uh, for now, unharmed, only your wasp form took any damage, but for now you are out of this combat and have to regain your senses as we uh, we will see what happens in the rest of this combat. You still so, have one action left? Uh... Yeah, so uh, Edge is still a wasp, Olam is still a wasp, and yeah. Crow is still a wasp, right? Yeah, so, so and Crow is... and Olam wasp are both untouched. If yeah. uh, the the edge wasp is Thank you. very touched, very touched. <laughs> in, in so many wrong ways, I feel so violated. In that case, I'm going to flank the edge wasp uh, and then flank it with Crowen. So be on the other side of Crowen. Very well. Yeah. So we're all killing me all right. now. This is awesome. So you you use your last action to position yourself like you. So we basically yeah. have now a line of you. Crowen and then Edge and Olam. So you have like like positioned yourself uh, like, in a little bit of a I, defensive. My, uh, myself, Edge, Crowen, and then somewhere over here is Olam. I think. All right. Yeah. So you basically have have removed yourself from the from the threat of combat. All right. Edge, we need you to make a fortitude save, and that's all that. Um... <laughs> Shut up, I'm, do. I'm sorry, just the... I keep trying to escape into the chat to figure out what's oh, happening no. over here. But it's even worse. That's a three on the die for my fort save. You're still paralyzed. As we go back to Crow and, and impregnated. Thank you, and Crystal. Yep. Yeah. Uh, You're welcome. I see people attacking Edge, and I think, oh, they're attacking my my buddies. My, I think I don't know. I'm gonna attack the nearest one, so I'm not sure if that's Olam or Jack, but uh, not uh, Edge. You Jack moved out of the way, so that would be Olam then. Okay, I'm gonna oh. attack Olam first. Yeah. That is, um, plus, I had a plus what? Plus 12. So that is 20, uh, there's an unnatural 20. 
Dirty, dirty 20. Dirty 20. Yeah, okay, so that hits. That is 10 damage. Damage. Yeah, fort save. Fort save? Fortitude save. Fortitude save. To see if we can impregnate you as well. Naturally. I got a net 20. Okay, okay. So fine. Next attack. It's a free, so that's not gonna work. And then that stack is a four, so that's not gonna work. Okay, right. that was my turn. Going over to uh Olam then. Right? Okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think so. Well I okay. mean it, it would be my turn somewhere, but I'm unconscious. So. Yeah, you're paralyzed. That's yeah. Olam, what do you do? I'm uh I'm a flank. Wait, can I? Okay, so you you, you have Edge mm -hmm. and Crowin. Mm -hmm. I want to flank Crowin with Edge. Um, uh, I will say that Edge, because Edge is paralyzed right now, it is not like an an active combatant, so yeah, you but can't that's flank. Fine. But you can get in that position, sure. They're already pregnant, so I can just move on and. and impregnate the next one. Wait. I'm not sure what I'm doing anymore. I'm just... Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm sting him first. I'm gonna sting him. Go ahead for the sting. Uh, that's... Uh, 30. 30? Ooh, that's, that's a critical great. hit. Double damage. You 12. I freaking hate wasps. <laughs> I, uh, I actually 18. at one point at the wasp plague okay. during camping, so um, we put up the little wasp traps and they were full. I counted them. It, we had roughly 300 wasps caught. I'm gonna do the fort disgusting. Save. I'm fine with the fort save. All right. Uh, the next one, I'm go just going to sting you again, and that's a 20. Dirty 20. Okay, that's also a four, uh, how many damage? How much damage? Oh, uh, that's uh, that's not double, right? No. No, not double. Uh, 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 that's ten points of damage. Okay, twenty-eight damage received. Okay, I'm feeling fine. <laughs> uh, I'm j barely make the save, but I make it. I'm I'm uh, just going to sting again. Uh, that the last is one? a nine. Okay, right. that's not gonna work. As we go to Jack. On the wall on the other side, away from the prying eyes of your fellow wasp combatants. What do you do? I attack Who's Edge. Laughing? <laughs> you attack I, think, I think I have neighbors in the backyard, yeah. even though we don't have a backyard, but... Oh. <laughs> I was like, that's not me. <laughs> uh, the first one is a two that misses. Uh, so. Yeah. Oh, the second one is a 22. Sorry, that All hits. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> For, uh, 12 points I'm break. having a great time. I'm, I'm totally not overstimulated already. And the uh, fortitude save. I mean, fortitude. Edge is still paralyzed, so it yeah. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter yeah. much. It's, no. it, it's nice case, you uh, get How your... many points of damage was it? At, uh, 14. Yeah. That's 12. Good. I'm sorry, down. 12. No, because I was at 12 hit points. I'm down. All right, so with this last stinger from the orcish wasp, a second wasp poofs back into humanoid form, and Edge, you are also dazed out of this combat for now. Edge, okay. it's nice though because our childbearing wish is finally able to be fulfilled here. 
Oh, boy. Last action. Who's oh, boy. childbearing wish? No, Edge is Mine. definitely gonna freak out in the next what? 10 minutes about where did the fucking eggs go? <laughs> yeah, um, you still have one action. Last, what you gonna uh, do? My last action, I am going to move in, uh, flanking uh, Crowen with Olam. I'm already wounded! You should flank Olam! Alright, so we now have three wasps in the line with Crowen in the middle. I want to okay. say, like, flanking isn't really a thing because they're not cooperating. No. Not Charlie, you're dead! Here. Shut up! <laughs> no, 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 no. Tarush is down. Charlie is loud. So. <laughs> loud. With that being, uh, being said and done, Crowen, as you are surrounded by two waspages. I'm gonna uh, keep on attacking Olam, I guess. Okay. That's a 20. Natural so 20? That's a, yeah, natural 20, 32 in total. All right, so, double damage. Uh, 15, 23 damage. 23 <laughs> points of damage. Is, is the Olam wasp still up or? Yes. Okay. Second hit. It's a, uh, let's see, plus seven. That is a twenty-one. Well, you want it? Five damage. Okay. And you get to do two, two, two fortitude saves. All oh, right. Um. Twenty-five and mm-hmm. a nineteen. Okay, right, so you're fine. Good. That's going to be a 19. Bitch. <laughs> uh, for six damage. Ah, I'm still up with one oh. point. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Your turn, uh, Olam. Uh, and I rolled an, uh, uh, 27 for fortitude. Okay. Okay, so you're fine. Yeah. I'm a thing that the... the Bitch boy out of you. Not aggressive <laughs> today, it's fine. Um, <laughs> You're a wasp, you, you should be a dick. Buzz, yeah. buzz. <laughs> buzz, buzz, motherfucker. Yeah. Buzz, buzz, buzz. Uh, that's, I'll see you in uh, wasp hell. That's a 12, so that's... No, wait, that's a 17, so that's not enough. No. 17. Well, I will say for the sake of this combat, yes, the flanking will, uh, will help. I did advantage. I can't... <laughs> <laughs> I demand my deny advantage from a road trait. You're a wasp. Ah, true you. I'm sorry, you're just a wasp. I'm so going- you, you are flat-footed. So you're flat-footed. Okay, fine. 10 points of damage. How much? 10. 10, okay. I'm at 7. Oh. I'm a sting sting, you oh, okay. sting. I do have bracers, which I looked it up. They still work. Dungeon Daddy? Hmm. I looked it up. Yeah. My bracers yeah. work. Fair enough. I'll allow it. If, 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 if Crohn is being flanked, then the bracers will also. It's it's a give and take scenario. Okay, so so you activate the bracers. You reduce yeah. the incoming damage by three. Yeah, for the for the rest of my turn. For the rest yeah. of the round. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So second yeah. attack. Olam. I'm not gonna lie. So now Crohn is disappointed. <laughs> Wait, do, but do I still? Ignore three points of physical damage. No, no. because you're a wasp. You you do have the stat block of I, wasp. I still have my sparkle. I'm afraid Virgin not. Daddy oh. said so. Oh well, you have a sparkle, but not. Uh, just roll the freaking die and let's see who wins. <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> and that hurts. All right. 
So damage uh, on the second one. That's eleven. So I'm at one. Oh. No, I'm at two. I'm at two because it's eight damage yeah. at ten left. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the new game. Restart the music. Seventeen. That's not. That's enough. Damn. Yep. Okay, I'm down. I rolled a twelve. <laughs> Just one. Finish her, Jack. Finish her. All right, so I'm going as, to die anyway now. As Olam stabs the everlasting frick out of the growing wasp and it's engulfed in a puff of smoke, you see on the wall the orcish wasp who now jumps into the fray with you. All right, Jack, what do you do? Give her the I'm chair. Finish her. I'm gonna finish I'm gonna, her. I'm, I'm gonna spend three actions in play implanting eggs. I really hope misses. you're going to miss for three times. The first one misses with a 17. Okay. Ooh, the second one is going to hit with a 20, I believe. All right. I only have one hit point left, so... <laughs> so... <laughs> That's uh, six hit points. So, Yellow Jack, how do you want to do this? Nice. Nice. I, I get my eggs ready. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to show her what, what laying eggs is all about. And, and with a last, like, weird uh, wasp instinct, I just I attack her and I instantly lay some eggs. All right. Can I just so, say that this is a very classic Maxime move to just do a just little out. bit of damage everywhere and then go straight for the attack? It's called smart. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not sure from which place the the wasp would lay its eggs, but what I do know is that as the dust settles, you have like in the abdomen of the uh, yellow jack, a basically machine gun of 300 eggs that just goes off and, <laughs> and you see like the slow motion. And that is enough to not only, well, at least cover you in eggs and perhaps like some slipped in and impregnated you, but then poof! Olam is gone. And in a final triumphant screech, the orcish wasp also turns back into a humanoid form. And as all of you are lying on the ground, a little bit nauseous and a little bit dazed, Jack, you are the only one that's actually standing up, still feeling quite okay. And you see all of your friends like, uh, slowly starting to get up again. You have won this combat. Uh, I'm gonna say that uh, Jack is a tank now. <laughs> Jack has won the title of Jack the Tank. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I, have, I, have, I have very Jack's little points. gonna punch Tarush in the face. <sighs> now we're both unconscious, and also I'm gonna stab you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. As all of you are, like, slowly getting yourselves up again, shaking the wooziness off your head, the door to your chamber opens up again, and there you see Zarel with, like, in his left hand, the hand of Buddy, who is, like, very afraid, and he just goes, all right, so are you guys finally done with these shenanigans? Oh, oh I never want to... <laughs> I never want to do that again. Did you put your fucking eggs in me? I think... I think... A lot of eggs were put... Let's never talk about this again. Please. No, 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 no. Let's talk about it. Where did the eggs go? Are they still inside me? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
Uh, but, I just kind of one. like look at Zarel like help me. I look, I look at Jack, who might have the most knowledge about. No, I make an Arcana check, I think, to see if this effect would last past Polymorph. Does that make sense? If I have learned anything in my travels, it is that with great power comes great weirdness. I have no idea how this would work. Crone uh, is going to make a medicine check on Edge if, she, if he, uh, they allow it and check uh, check up on uh, any possible egg uh, shenanigans. Sure, I'd like to go right to St. Timius, just linear rector. Yeah, I, I want to make an, I want to make an uh, arcana check to see if this kind of disease would last post polymorph. Okay, go ahead. I want to make a, uh, a natural nineteen. Uh, Twenty thirty. Thirty. Mm -hmm. Let me check real quick. I would add trust what Tarush says. <laughs> Let's see here. <laughs> for... Fair enough. Yeah, that would be enough. That would be enough to understand the polymorph spell. So, polymorph is a very well-known spell. The uh, the idea that a magician could turn one into another physiological body for a moment or even permanently is a is a well-known well practice in the arcane arts. So you have indeed studied this sort of stuff. Mostly, it turns back to an entirely different individual for example like all of the damage and like that the wasp bodies had taken in themselves also didn't carry over and because this seems to be like a completely physiological effect not like a magical disease that was implanted by uh, by the wasp or anything you feel pretty confident that the eggs probably poofed out of existence with the wasp body as well I do not remember doing anything to you while not, while you were not a wasp. I, I think everything disappeared with you returning to your current form. How much trust that is put in those words? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking how, how much do I trust this dude? Jack just tried, just the bitch stretching like, oh. This Tarush. is way better than a polymorph last summer. Tarush, go ahead and make a diplomacy check on Edge. To see how uh, how well you can soothe their, their feels. It's a natural 7. Uh, 16. 16. What's your perception DC, Edge? That's 10 plus my perception. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 17. 17. Yeah. Yeah. Close, but no dice. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a look at the other spellcasters and go like, is he, is he right? Is he right? Am I gonna die? Is he right? Eh. Tarush well, rolls his eyes. Mostly in these sorts of polymorph spells, it do indeed work like that. But on the other hand, this did not seem like a normal polymorph spell. It, it do indeed work like that. It does Sorry. indeed work like that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, th I think I would still like to, to just visit St. Timians real quick and see uh, what the experts say. The experts? <laughs> 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 no, you will be fine. You move. Is there Wait, if Jack is telling we'll, me that we'll I'm going to be fine, the... I'll probably believe him. We'll oh, notice okay. the larvae soon enough. Well. I don't want any larvae. Edge. That is disgusting, yes. If you are um, 
Not really sure of all of this? I could cast a remove disease spell on you to just be sure of all of this. And it's just going to cost us money again. But again, this will cost you. <laughs> it is a spell of the third sphere of influence, so that would run you about money. <laughs> money? That would run me about money. Let me, let me look that up real quick. But let's see here. 18 gold pieces. He'll, he'll, because of the weirdness, he'll, he'll slap it down to 15 gold pieces for you guys. Oh, great. Let me, let me, oh. let me check, let me check how much gold I have. Because that's a fuck I, ton. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, that's a fuck ton for, like, at worst... No, I'm, I'm not going to finish this joke. Never mind. At worst, I'm going to have a face hugger bursting out of my, my chest. No, wait, that's that's the chest burst. That's already a different stage. And it's and going to be our, our face hugger. <laughs> you can also just, like, you know that you have a couple of anti-plagues, a couple of, uh, like, like natural remedies for diseases. You could just <laughs> drink one of those and hope for the best. Who, who's <laughs> carrying those? Uh, you, you guys, I, I believe that Tarush found three. I think Jack was the potion carrier, but I'm not no, sure. No, no, I'm carrying all the anti-plagues. Anti-plagues? I gave one to Jack. That is correct, actually. I mean, we already owe the lake house a lot of money. What's another 15 gold? 15 no. gold is a lot. I have 10. I don't know about money, so if you want to, I'm, I'm, I'm behind you. No. No? Trust in my... Trust in my god's damned expertise here, Edge. Ah, fuck you, Tarush. Let's fight. do it, Zorel. No, <laughs> I'm not paying for this. Fine, then. Then I'll I'll give ten gold, and uh, we'll I'll I'll hustle up the rest. We'll figure something out. For now, ten gold pieces up front. Five will be put on your tab. I do believe that all of you will reside within the lake house for a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Perhaps I can find some other uses for an adventuring party such as yourself. There's always enough work to be done here within city limits. For now, though, this will take about ten minutes, so sit down, be treated, and let's discuss this, as he now puts the tome on the table. Mm. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> that was a thing. That's what we were doing. <laughs> And what we were doing. Because now that all of these weird activities with the artifact that you carry with you have passed, it's time to talk about what the real problem is. I've never dealt with these types of beings before, and not a lot of them is known, but let me paint you a picture. There are a lot of different forces here within this world that have been powerful in the past, but have waned since then. Stories of vast civilizations that came from outer plains, built vast empires and then crumbled to dust. Races of elves that had a reach over all of Novocrest, only to dim out and disappear in a matter of moments. One of these stories 
tells a story of vast underwater empires where certain creatures lived that honed their intellectual skill to the point where they could enslave people with their mind. At this moment, he gets like the book, the tome that he had at the right place. And as he turns it open, you see that on one page, this same strange language that you found is written that you cannot understand. But on the other page, there is a picture. A picture that is now open on the battle map. There were creatures known as Alholfus, gigantic fish with tentacles that called themselves masters over creatures such as the scum. They also went by another name, Aboleths, creatures of vast mental might that long ago held dominion over vast underwater empires, only to be struck out of history, vanishing. But now and again, these ancient creatures do pipe up again. This language that you have brought here to me, it is the Alholfu language. And it's clear why this being would wish to keep it away from all of you, as it does not want to be known. But this being is ancient. You're muted, Edge. So is this the shepherd or is this the master behind the scum in front of the shepherd? I have I think, no idea. I think they are one or the same. It is said that these scum creatures a long time ago were enslaved or perhaps even created by the Aboleths, by Alholfu society. But without their masters, they became nothing but tribalistic individuals without purpose. As Buddy here so clearly told us that with the coming of the shepherd, they found themselves once again with a sharper mind and a purpose. Perhaps one of their old masses has returned to them. Makes sense. How do we deal with those creatures? Well, not much is known of these beings. But I would figure that they can be slain such as any other. Do be careful though. If this is what you hunt, then your mind will be the real front this battle is waged on. Yes. This would be an excellent point for self 
an excellent point in time for self-preservation or altruism. Hi, host. Your fate, the city's fate, depends as much on our success as ours. Perhaps you have some ways of aiding us in this. Do be careful, Tarush, how strained you believe that our relationship can be now. This is indeed a troubling problem, but do not underestimate the other problems that we here have to deal with on a daily basis as well. If this is your quarry, then you should be the ones to hunt it, no? But perhaps we can indeed come to some sort of arrangement. Tarush looks the around. House can help you. Tarush looks around. Wait. You would rate your daily issues on the same scale as an ancient mind-bending monster raising a fish monster army underneath the city and spreading a crystalline plague. That That is roughly equal to your daily issue. <laughs> I do not trouble with you with my daily issues, Tarush. But let me, let us delve into this question a little bit further, shall we? Because I do not see an entire army of fish people being raised beneath our city. The stories of these Aholthu, these Aboleth, speak of entire societies, schools, if you will, of these beings. I wonder... Well, first, the power of what has been done here within the city limits does not look to me as if it is really in control of what it is doing. And then it too must know that this city houses vast amounts of power that are capable of thwarting it. I wonder what has driven this creature into such a dangerous predicament for itself. May, can I ask a question to you? Of because this is something I I am myself dealing with, but I'm not sure if you uh, have the same thing, because clearly not everyone has the same connection as I do with my god, goddess. But um, do you have a connection with your god? I do. Do you still have that connection with your god? Because I myself talked to my god, uh, I think it was not, not, not that long ago, but uh, she told me that in in the time between then and I, I wrote it down somewhere, no? The night of the 16th on the, uh, the 15th on the 16th in, in Platina, I, mm -hmm. it, until then I can't talk to her anymore because the power of that thing we are going to fight, probably, I think, is, is, is growing and making some sort of mist, so I can't connect with her. But I, to me, that, that looks like something that might be a big problem for someone that's also 
following someone as a god like you. Hmm. What kind of god do you follow, Olam? Saloon. Ah, the moon goddess. Well now. And of course, you were capable to communicate with her on the day of the full moon. Yes. Although I'm happy to say that my connection to Avandra has not been strained that much these couple of days, I do understand that perhaps for Saloon, she would be most powerful at the times of the full moon. Yes, but normally we have some like light light connection-ish, I think. I'm not I'm not really sure, but I think. Uh, but now it's really, really gone. It stands to reason that this disease that permeates all around us might indeed throw up some interference in your communications. And I think that if we let let that thing keep getting bigger, we, you will have the same problem. So this is pretty pretty much uh, a you and the whole town problem as well. <laughs> I think. Uh, both of you, Tarush and Olam, go ahead and make a diplomacy check for me. Cool. Let's go. That that went all across the room. Um, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Natural thirteen. So you know, unlucky. Uh, that's uh sixteen. Sixteen. One of the things that the Lake House tries to do is stay a safe haven for travelers. You might not realize it as so, but this city is under constant siege from many different places. With so many people living at one spot, let's just say that this disease is not the only thing threatening our locale as of this moment. But I do not wish to burden your hearts with these tribulations. Know that far water is protected by more than the pack. Therefore, when I see individuals such as yourself, people who have just entered the city limits and have already, in a matter of days, have shown feats that a lot of people will not show in their lifetime, I feel that you are capable enough to take on tasks such as these. That said, however, it is true what you say, Tarush. If this being would raise up a mon monster army of fish people, then we could not sit idly by. Our resources, however, are spread thin, as they always are. Let me ask you this then, as new friends of the Lake House, what do you plan to do with this information? And with that, let's see if the Lake House can help. Um, we need to infiltrate a Silver Sentinel base, and that of would you do. be a problem. Actually, 
Crowan, I believe the Silver Sentinel hideout base might be rather easy to infiltrate, seeing as we have a higher contact in the hierarchy. Do we not? Refresh, refresh my memory for a bit, because uh, a couple of sessions ago, we did say that you guys informed Zorel of what was yeah. going on. Was this including your plans of infiltrating the Arisen Isle? So we 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 included we we gave him uh, the information that we had identified uh, someone's. Uh, yeah, yeah Vincent, uh, your, uh, your microphone is uh, is buzzing. Yep. What a crap yeah. game. We had yeah. given him the information that we wished to that we had identified a person specifically. We we actually named him, I would believe. Um, as serving the Crystal Plague, and that we wished for his assistance, that we would approach him soon to discuss further, uh, you know, plans to infiltrate the island. Like, that. that is roughly... So we announced our... Yeah, uh, your intent. Yeah. yeah. And aside from that, yeah, just mute yourself when you're not talking, Vincent. Yeah, that's, that's too much work, man. <laughs> then fix your mic. And you fix your mic. <laughs> you fix your mom. No, oh, but anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't actually know who I said that to. But anyway, um, so yeah, we we did tell them about our intent in that. Um, so Tarush feels like it's not really necessary to, um, you know, ask for help in that. I would say more like perhaps. Perhaps it would be more interesting simply to have methods to shield the mind once we approach this creature. Kerwin, mm. you have already proven yourself susceptible to it, and I I do not doubt that the rest of us would be as well, given the right circumstances. Perhaps items, spells, potions to keep us safe from this creature's influence. Indeed. Your infiltration of the Arisen Isle. Of course, you understand that the Lake House and me, myself, and my other companions here cannot be involved. We can play dumb. We have done so many times before, and things that are spoken of in the Lake House stay within these walls, but. If this quest takes you to infiltrate the very guards, well, that sort of jurisdiction hassles cannot be brought upon us. But perhaps indeed, perhaps now that we know what foe we face, some provisions can be provided. Let me see what I can do. There are multiple ways to shield the mind. But I believe that for these sorts of endeavors, potions might exist best. For you to administer to yourselves whenever you please. While the Lake House itself does not have these potions in stock, there is one thing that we do have, and that is connections. Let me see if I can Pull some strings. As a token of faith for this newfound friendship between the pack and the lake house. You did, after all, 
vanquished that scum nest for me just earlier today. I say we take it. Yeah. Yeah. I think and do tell. all the help we can get. What? As the story of the pack is being written as we stand here. What does the new chapter entail? What will you do with all of this information? What is the next step? What did you say, if? I can't remember. Fair <laughs> Something with uh, we need to get, take all the help we can get, uh, right? That, yeah. yeah. We need all the help we can get. Very well. Then I say you look into this, my host, and we'll look into our next step of planning. Uh, this monster, it will wait until we have either killed or converted its last lieutenant that we know of. For now, I think it would be time that we focus our efforts on Dante Corsell. Speaking of the lieutenant, the last one, I would re highly recommend we try to get some information out of him before we kill him. We still need to find the leader of the this Crystal's Plague conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Which reminds me, uh, where was Lyra in all of this? Lyra... It was Lyra present for all of this, will we let's, say? Let's, we did promise to include her in everything, so I would say yes. Yeah. I then completely she... forgot Lyra was at that lake house. <laughs> for a moment, I did too. <laughs> um, in that case, uh, she does uh, jump in at a couple of moments and says things as that. Um, it does rhyme with her own research that it might very well be an Aboleth, and that she also seems to confirm that um well no she wouldn't know that um also next three time, dots three eyes yeah seems to uh, seems to make a uh, a modicum amount of sense um but as you guys are beginning to uh, speak of the infiltration she just she does go oh i do not know if this beast will wait until then all of the resonances of the echoes of power of this disease, all the vibrations in the air do seem to start to coalesce to something bigger. My calculations show that it would not be too far away, but we should have at least a week, probably more than that, before it seems to go towards its crescendo, at which moment, well, Let's just say that that is the moment that we best should avoid. Any days? What date did you mention, Olam? Uh, do, do you mean the, the 15th to the 16th of Platinum? Yes. Where are we now? Right now, you guys are... Uh, today is the 20th, the 20th of Platinum. So two days ago, you had the vision, and basically what Lyra, her research, thought was that it was perhaps um, leading up to the next month, because the next month is uh, the, uh, the month known as Raven Rest, okay. which is a month dedicated to the Raven Queen, uh, the goddess of death. Right. Okay. Okay. I misunderstood, yeah. but that, that makes sense. Okay. So, so, so like, yeah. Give or take 10 days-ish. 
Exactly, yeah. The, the theories are in, in eight days it'll be uh, Ravenrest. Okay. So the theory that Lyra had was perhaps the the shepherd is building up to a moment in the, the month of death where it perhaps could do anything best to avoid those sorts of points. But it seemed to like uh, coincide with her research that said like, oh wait, we are building up to some sort of crescendo with these echoes that are bouncing around magical vibrations, yada yada. I say if we're lucky, Whatever we are going to plan will take no longer than two to four days. We simply need to speak with our benefactor first. From there on, we'll move on to the Horizon Isle. And you did mention, and he looks around, you did mention we wish to keep this Dante alive, but we had the same intention with Vermilion. And Vermilion, at the last minute, was taken into rage, possessed, and we were forced to kill them. Also, I didn't have my sap and my other tools to restrain people, so that's also the reason why he died. All right, so... Let us think of ways that we might subdue our target. But in the meantime, I say we simply head towards the guard captain and discuss with him what options we might have to go to Horizon Isle with his blessing. I believe he did say he didn't want us to come in person for discretion's sake. Last time we came here, he didn't mention this. Also, I think... I it's sent my, my uh, yeah. I did my homeless yeah. person thing. Yeah, so you sent him a message that one of us wants to, that we want to talk to him, right? I don't we think he was to talking this. to him. I think he was getting access to the original was the message. I don't remember. Yes. That's fair. Well, and if we are going into a little bit more of a um, social situation, then I do believe that my expertises might actually come in handy, my and Nala's together. I am an enchantress, after all. So if we wish to use our words, then my magic can be a great boon to whatever infiltration you might have in mind. Oh, and maybe you can do that. That uh, you you show me yours and I show you mine thing with your your uh, Nala. Yes, Nala and. Her little mana worm curls up. But he probably has one too, right? Because the the kids had one too. That's true. He will have a familiar. So he will trust you probably more than than us because you have something to show that you also follow. I see. Very clever, Olam. I hadn't even thought of that. But of course, this Dante would not know if I was still an ally or an enemy of the. Shepherd. No, but it, it, he will not trust us probably either because you know Tarush will lie, and if he sends that, then we are done. Like you did, I guess. Much eventually. And who's to say he hasn't had like a conversation and heard that what uh, has transpired? Olam! There might be a far more devious mind in that furred head of yours than I suspected. 
<laughs> I just want my connection with Saloon back, okay? <laughs> Still, I do have a prepared instance of my magical disguise remaining. I could use it to approach the guard captain or whatever we plan to get to this island. Once we are on the island, we do still need to get there and get within the fortress. I have the capability of either using magic to charm or simply command certain individuals. What, what, uh, what does charm do? Let's just say that it instills the mind with a powerful need for friendship. Would someone know that is happening? Uh, depends on their mental fortitude, but to be honest, if we are just going to handle some simple guards, it should be, should be doable to at least aid in our infiltration. I suggest we use that when it is necessary. Let us pull all of our resources. So we have, Lyra, your charms. We have whatever the captain can provide us. What other ideas do we have? Corin's experience within a guard of any sort? I haven't dealt much with Silver Sentinels, so I wouldn't count on that. Very well. So. If we can disguise our group in a suitable way, like envoys or representatives, uh, I think Lyra can then get us in without too much trouble. Perhaps the classic Eurasian horse. A prisoner's guard, a prisoner's escort. We disguise some of us as prisoners to be escorted inside. The rest as crystalline conspirators. We make our way inside the Isles Fortress and immediately were we to provide the right information, this lieutenant, this Dante Corsell will want to interrogate them. Perhaps even yourselves. You're connected to the pact pack. Maybe he will know of it already. The only worry I have with this is that we're not sure if his headquarters ha is meant as a prison. They have a prison in the mainland as well. Why would we be bringing bring prisoners to that particular place? Is a no, bit of no interrogation. No, we were trying to break in, and they caught us. Go ahead and uh, make a society check for me, Crone, uh, real quick. There's gonna be, I think, a fourteen. Fourteen. All Let right. me double check. Society. Uh, yeah, fourteen. 14. You would know that in a city as big as this, there are many, many different fortresses of the uh, Silver Sentinels, that all of them have at least their own holding cells. Mm -hmm. Like, there's not just one main base of operations and that's it. They, they would also have their own holding cells. And you have oh, already yeah. learned that the Arisen Isle is basically like the base of operations for um, the uh, like 
surrounding coastal area. So they have a couple of ships where they basically just patrol the um, the coastal area closest by, and perhaps it, it should be doable that, for example, you try you guys try to smuggle yourselves into the city without proper paperwork or smuggle some goods in, and then you could be apprehended by said people of the Arisen Isle and be kept there in holding cells before you get processed and moved to other places. Yeah, pirates or smugglers would be a good uh, oh. excuse. I say we use our identities as our forte here. Uh, if he knows that the pack is after him and we provide this lieutenant with one or two members of the pack, will he not want to interrogate them personally? Then, as he does so, these three guards in disguise strike. I don't, th I, I don't think that we're as big and important in the city as you might think that we are. No, no, also, no. Not to the city. But we have killed the two other crystalline lieutenants. If he knows of us, he will have to play his hand here. If he does, does not, he? we have the advantage. You're assuming, uh, Tarush, that the... That the uh, what was his name again? Dante? Dante Corsell. Yeah. Will not just execute us on the spot and stay far away. If he's arrogant enough, he can just rely on his guards to do, to do the execution. But we will I'll be the be guards. Paid. What? The rest of us will be the guards. Yes, we will be all the guards, Tarush. We'll be three, at max four guards, escorting at, at, at least one prisoner. And, and what about the hundreds of other guards that are already at the Arizona Isle? Are we to fight no, them in, in hand in hand combat as well? You make a good point. I will discuss this with the captain. I think the best plan of action would be to disguise ourselves as Smugglers Anonymous, since he probably won't be able to... <laughs> Sorry, the disease is getting to me. Uh, <laughs> Apparently. Yeah. The, since he probably won't be able to see us until it's too late, we just get ourselves as Smugglers, get in through Lyra's enchantments, then maybe change the disguise into guards and then sneak into the main hall or wherever he is. That sounds like the best the best idea. If we have someone charmed, we would know where Dante is hiding. I, and we could take it from there. I believe we could get disguises perhaps from the captain. Maybe, but then we have to request those disguises. No, no. Two of us are guards, the rest are smugglers. Mm. We make our way inside and then we go wherever. We won't be free of our movement as, as prisoners because they would expect you to go directly into the cell. So I think we first get to where we into the island as prisoners and guards, get into the building where Dante is, switch disguises to full-on guards so nobody would question us, move on to Dante. But um, do you think they would believe that a, a cat-like person like me and maybe like a tiefling-like person like Edge uh, are guards? I, I think magic and disguises. I s we do not have that ability, but I do think we have our two prisoners designated then. I can only disguise myself. Not another. 
I'm looking at Naira. How, how good is our disguise options? Well, I can't disguise any of you except for myself. But next to that, um, there does exist a form of magic that could turn different individuals invisible for a time being. I'm not sure if any of you have knowledge of this spell, but in my current predicament, I was looking for some arcane knowledge on the matter. If we could share this information with the three of us, with three spellcasters capable of casting invisibility, then this would all go over a lot easier. But... I can do... I can turn into a shadow for one minute, but uh, that is also one of the spells that kind of makes me weaker. Lyra, I would love to research the spell with you. However, I do think, and I know from experience in Iorize, that the guard would have protection against simple invisibility spells within their castle. I believe deception would be the more powerful tool. And also, Vincent, mute yourself. Oh yeah, there we go. (laughs) Very well. Then, of course, there are also the less magical means of disguising oneself. I know of different ways uh, who, how thieves and the like choose to disguise themselves with different makeups, materials and the like. To go around not as oneself can be attained through various means, not only through magic. I think we followed Tarush's idea of uh, using, uh, of yeah, designating Olan and Edge as prisoners because they stand out also because they are not in much need of weapons, so they can basically be stripped of the weapons and then still be kind of if it, uh, pretty much efficient. And discuss the other three of us as guards. And Sounds good. Then let cool. Lyra do the talking. Would a illusionary disguise help? I... Or would that be too magical? I suggest, in my opinion, that the illusionary disguise will be helpful, but we save it until we need it. If we have real armor to use as a disguise, then I say we use that. Sounds I say like we see what the captain provides. I I have a thing, and it might sound sound a, li- a little bit weird. I'm not I'm not sure if this is a good idea, but I just want to put it out there. Um, what what do cats? Of in this world look like because I I can pretend to be someone's pet for a little while, not long. A lot smaller for one. <laughs> but aren't there like big cats too? I can try to pretend and then someone else can carry my weapon and give it to or, or I just carry it on my back because I am your pet. I um I do not I do not wish to be racist in any way, shape, or form, but I do believe that you are bipedal and cats are... Quadrupedal. Um, you you do not walk Quadrupedal. normally on four legs. 
second try. I do believe that it would look rather silly. Well, if Speaking. I get a weapon, I have to walk with it because I am a cat with a weapon. Can you do one round on four? I'm going to try. Go ahead and make either a... I think it's deception, probably? Yeah, but, but it could also be acrobatics to, to, like, make it look good. <laughs> I just... I just <laughs> went... I, it was a good idea on my head. Okay, so... That's a roll. Acrobatics? Can it or, be or athletics? <laughs> that, no, this would be acrobatics. What's or deception. Deception is one point more, so you know. Oh. <laughs> That's an 18. 18! 18 is not too bad. I'll say that you like you, you would have to lose your uh, your clothing, of course, but you could probably pass for like an exotic animal companion. I'm sorry, I I was kind of considering it, but I love Crystal's face and shit, I have to take on my clothes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Olam doesn't really care about clothes anyway. But it's also my studded letter, probably. I But I am a, like a pet familiar kind of thing, so would I be... Well, as a prisoner, you wearing... can keep your armor on. We're not going to strip you of your armor, just your weapon. I will say that if you want to pass as a, a animal companion, then you will have to lose the armor to to make a, a, a good appearance. Don't so you want to protect your cat? Well, it's 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 one or the other. Either I, you uh, you can you can try to be a cat or you can try to be a combatant. I mean, if if we think this is a good idea, I can do it. But if if some someone wants to say this is a bad idea, I'm, I'm totally okay with that. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is a bad idea. <laughs> this is a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. It's fun though. Just want to say, I love it, but it's a bad idea. For yeah. the future, if anyone wants to do this, I'm I'm totally open for trying this once, probably because. Strips off his clothes know. and start walking on all fours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you, no, bet you do it. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Speaking of bad ideas, um, are we going to case out the place or are we just going in blind? Well, that that's kind of what I'm hoping for with the captain. So, like, he's going to provide us with intel. He's going to provide us with uniforms. I, I, I'm hoping, right? This is this is a list of. Not demands, but hopes. So, four guard uniforms, um, a way to get there, perhaps a boat, perhaps one or two allies to bring us there, you know, their most trusted guards, I don't know. Um, and a general kind of layout of the place, because it's a fucking fortress island, so it's not like yeah. we can kind of... There's no way to kind of do a boat round around it without being no, 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 very no. I, suspicious. I, 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 I understand. Mm -hmm. But could Jack maybe send one of his familiars in to, to scope? Like, send in a little mouse at night and... Or is that not possible? Uh, well, I mean, a rat can swim, but, like, this is... There's... From what I remember in the map, but maybe Wouter can show us because I think this is a good question, but there's but, like, I mean, like, if, like if it's possible for... Good, there's a pretty big amount of like ocean-like channel in between and a rat is more like a river swimmer. Okay, um, so, so how about a bird? Can wise, you make a I bird? Casting-wise, I have to... Yeah, I can make a bird. But I don't know if the 
the spell is gonna last as long as what's what's the cast time what's the, what's the duration let's have a quick look also another question still... can you communicate with your familiars like can uh, they I, have I, any I can, uh, details for, for reference this is not a familiar this is just a summon that he would send. Not even worse can yeah. you communicate with your summons it's up to a minute mm. so it's not much I have to fly there I'm, and look around as well. I'm I'm also thinking, uh, like guard shift wise, it would be smartest to infiltrate disguised as guards after there's been a shift change. So you would need to know when that happens too. Well, I mean, if we're coming in with prisoners, it's going to stand out either way. It doesn't matter if there's a. It's going to stand out less during a shift change. Because if you've been working for the same people for the past 10 hours and you see a new face, you're going to remember that face. Okay, that's that's good information. You you make a good point. Okay, so we also take in this, this shift change as a question for the captain. I mean, oh, this is this is Assassin's Creed tips, you yeah, know? Yeah, no, but think, he, think of... <laughs> I assume he knows all this. So it's good to make a list of questions. For... Also, also, just from Edge's standpoint, you know, their background is bandit. They, they know about this shit, like... You don't want to go in when they're at their fullest. You want to go in during a lunch break or something. Yeah. But also, I would like us to keep in mind that the more we ask something from the from our employer, the bigger the odds is that it gets out to the to any spies or any informants that are on the yeah that are attached to the, our employer. So the less we, the less the employer knows. The rest of us we have so our plans being exposed. Yeah, okay. I think it might actually be easier to just try and steal a couple guards' uniforms. Yeah, but like, then to ask the captain for them because he's gonna have to get those uniforms to us. We're we're not high level enough to like go up to a few guards and knock them out within one round without it causing a ruckus. Like there's yeah. there I, I I don't see that happening. We're not like whatcha karate chop judo well, it chop. Doesn't, sorry. It, it doesn't have to be like a couple of them at the same time. Just you know, find one that's drunk, on or just off of a shift. Drag him into an alley, knock I, him out, strip him naked, leave him there. But I I I, I say why worst case scenario? Let's find out what we can from the captain, and whatever we cannot get, we will plan for after honestly i think it's the best way to do it the other way around let's see what we can get without the captain first because he also made it very clear the last time we contacted him that he wanted as little to do with this as possible because he knew that there was somebody in his ranks who was you know working against him we basically. already contacted so, him though yeah no we are in contact with him we're keeping him appraised but i think we should do our best to get everything sorted ourselves. And if there's stuff like, for instance, the guard's uniform that we just really cannot get without the captain's help, then we contact him. Can't we just use uh, the the homeless uh, people you used before? Maybe they- I, I already, I, I sent a homeless person the last time that we needed to update the captain, but, which was yesterday this morning. But I wouldn't am. they maybe have uh, like clothing from the guards as well because they gather all kinds of stuff? I, I just guess. don't see a scenario Ooh. where we <gasps> take a boat to this fortress island 
and infiltrate this fortress island without having a good approach that's already, you know, official. Like, I think it really is key to have an entry pass, to have someone say, there's prisoners coming. Like, as something as simple as a letter signed and stamped because this is a fortress island. There's not guards patrolling on the street out here. We we need to go up in a boat over here, have them open up the gates, have them not shoot us down as we approach. And I would in. also I would like to remind you that you are in in an, an inn that is full of people who may know a thing or two about forgery. Also, um, I, I don't wish to uh, to intrude on your discussion because this is for you, but there are a couple of uh, points of information that I would like to bestow upon you. Uh, one, during all of this, uh, one of the homeless people would have returned to the lake house, um, at least giving a, a cryptid note that uh, the captain would be willing to have another meeting uh, with all of you under these circumstances, if you so wish. Um, and then the island itself, um, while it is a uh, quote-unquote fortress island, it's not like there is a gigantic wall around it. It just seems to be like a um, uh, an, an overgrown island that basically just rises up out of the ocean uh, with a little bit sort of semi-steep, um, what you call it, cliffs on, on each side. Uh, mostly so on the backside of the uh, fortress, which is completely overgrown. So... If you would want to go in completely stealthily, you'd figure that perhaps like under uh, the fall of night, you could go all the way to the north side of the island and just like uh, survival yourself up there. Um, the island itself doesn't have like a gigantic wall or anything. It indeed has like a harbor on the south side with a couple of buildings and then just a singular long path to the actual keep. And the actual keep is indeed a defensive structure. Um, but it's not like the entire island is fortified. It's mostly just the keep that is standing on top of it. And of course, the harbor itself is also, uh, well, at least protected. Okay. The greatest issue I find with going in as guards or prisoners is that the moment the subterfuge is uh, revealed, we will be either dead or captured for reals. And if we choose to infiltrate with just uh, through the through the wilderness, uh, as to say, we have more chances of having not being surrounded when we are being found out and escaping. So I would like to move that we um, try the second option. And if we find a guard that intercepts us and wants to interrogate us, what are we doing here? We just have Lyra charm him, and he brings us to the to, Don, to Dante. That's also an option. You wish for I, us I, to I, climb the cliffs from the seaside. Yes. That's another like, um, what you call it, avenue. You can go in for social stealth. You can go in with real stealth. You go. I don't know. Nah. Sandbox gameplay. I say we use whatever the captain can provide. We make our way in. If we are caught, like you said, we have so much official backing if the captain is to provide it. Oh, we could be dead Why before not? the captain can intervene. He will not be there. 
we will probably have to meet anyway right we we can have this discussion for two more hours but yeah the longer we wait the more suspicious everything gets yes but also i would prefer not to have to fight the entire reason isle i see i don't think we it has to come to the captain we see what he can provide and from there we plan further i do not see the difficulty in this action I agree with Thrushinus. I think that's uh, the smartest way. And uh, after the captain, we can uh, alter our plans. If he can provide us nothing, then we will plan from there. But if he has four uniforms ready and waiting for us to take, then why not take it? All right, then. Then as you come to the conclusion that with the current amount of information, you are not completely ready to start your plans, we will go ahead and take a little break for 15 minutes and be here back at 9.55, where all y'all will venture forth towards the guard captain once more to see what he can provide in this endeavor of yours. So, see you guys in 15 minutes. We're back. So, just to reiterate, from now on, you can buy our love uh, because we just hit 300 followers on uh, this beautiful channel. We have incorporated a new way that uh, our viewers can basically build the story with us. You can now uh, cheer a thousand bits for us and just immediately buy a new story bead out of the list in the descriptions below. And from uh, next stream forward, you will always, uh, always, and also be able to buy those with uh, Llama points. And Vincent should indeed mute himself when he's not talking because, oh my God, you're Mike. So, with that once again reiterated, let's jump back in. Last we left off, our heroes started to uncover who was behind this crystal plague that is ravishing the city of Farwater. Seemingly an Aboleth, a large, mind-controlling fish monster from the old ages, might be the force behind all of this. The one instilling different individuals with ideas of dark power and grandeur to then let that thirst for power make it so that the citizens of Farwater are stricken with the Crystal Plague disease. To thwart the efforts of this Aboleth and its lackeys, the next person on your list is Dante Corsell, a lieutenant of the Silver Sentinels, the guards and arm of law here within Farwater, who resides over the Arisen Isle, a somewhat small island just off the coast of the main city of Farwater, where he, together with the other guards and a couple of ships, basically keep guard over the local coastal area. To see how you get could, could get close to him without 
arising suspicions of literally the entirety of the guards here, you are now venturing forth towards the Silver Citadel, the base of the Silver Sentinels and their entire military operation, to converse with the one that started this quest for you all. Mr. Quintessence, the captain of the guard here, who has asked you to rid this city of the disease because he himself had indeed suspicions that one within his ranks was in league with the Crystal Plague. We will skip forward a little bit as you have taken him up on his offer to meet once again to discuss the current predicaments. And as you this time are led within the Silver Citadel, but in a backways room, not to arise too much attention and suspicion from the rest of the guards, you can now converse once again. Tarush? Yeah, so we have two options here. We can go as a group, or Tarush can go in with an illusory disguise. Do we have, like, a preference? Because I feel like if we... We might be able to protect him by not going in as the pack if there are other people there. I agree. I don't think it's a good idea to have just one person, especially just one Tarush, since we have <laughs> diverging ideas, which was which is a good plan. It was at least Edge or me as well, I would think. I mean, we, we, we could send Tarush in alone. He'll probably die. So, Edge is okay with this plan. Okay, Crowen's going to join Tarush and we just see what happens. Yeah, but Crowen, like, Tarush would be going with the disguise. A magical disguise. That That's kind of the point I, here. I can ask Lyra to disguise myself as well. Okay. Well, Lyra can't, can't disguise you. Like, the yeah, spell we... is named Disguise Self. Oh, I thought she said she could uh, disguise... Uh, no, she said she couldn't. Yeah. Okay, I put on a fake mustache. <laughs> Good dude. Shave off the beard. <gasps> I can cast uh, this guy's. We can't yeah. cast on other people? No, myself, I think. Yeah, someone. Yeah. I, I would like just two heads instead of one, basically. So, okay. yeah, Jack can go in as a disguise self. That, that, that's fine with me. Okay. So Jack and Tarush cast Illusory Disguise to take on alternate identities. Um, in addition to this, uh, Tarush has a spell called Instant Armor, which he has cast, which means that basically my armor for now is in a pocket dimension until I summon it. So Ooh. I'm not wearing my own armor. It's disappeared. I'm just wearing clothing. Um, in addition to my illusory disguise. Very well. Alright. Then, not the entirety of the pack, but only two individuals. Uh, I would say perhaps disguised as just normal people, or even Silver Sentinels themselves. I don't know what kind of disguises you want to, uh, to plaid yeah, we, yourself. I say we would go as something looking like city officials. Um, bureaucrats. Um, you know, people, people on the lower end of the bureaucratic system imposed by the Empire, mm -hmm. so that it would not look out of place for them to go there, but also not out of place for them to not be recognized uh, as, as certain individuals. 
What you would know uh, here within the city of Farwater is that there are two main forces that are both part of the Quintessent family. One uh, like branch of the Quintessent family does indeed do and lead the Silver Sentinels. The other branch of the Quintessent family governs the House of Trade, which is the other fortress on the other side of the river. So you could very easily be uh, disguising yourselves as officials of the House of Trade to then go and converse on any number of matters that uh, would need to be discussed with a guard captain such as, um, I believe it was Bartholomew, but I have to look that up real quick. See? So yeah, as, uh, as officials, you guys can uh, easily make your way there. There we go. Now I also have my notes, which is very nice. Bradley, that was close. Captain Bradley Quintessence. So, you guys, the two of you are led into this small office space. As you walk in, the last one of you closes the door. <laughs> and as you also can lock it in place for a moment, this small, little bit dusty, quaint little office space is only home to you two. And on the other side stands Bradley. Um, now not wearing any real uh, attire that the guard captain would normally keep, but just some simple cloth cloak over normal clothes that he has. Now put open uh, his hood where you can see his silver gray hair that he brushes to the side for a moment. And as he looks at you with a like little bit of a waiting moment to see if you guys are indeed who he expects to be. Do you keep your disguises on for now, or...? I do, but I do say, Captain, a pleasure to see you once more. I am Tarush. This is Jack. Hello. Glad that at least these disguises do not hamper your voices. It cannot not be when discouraged. I wish them to. Very well. I understood that you had some big implications to make. So Notes that you have found who hides within my ranks. There's also a wild magic surge. There's also a wild magic surge because of course there is. Alright. So as you guys are here, mayhem ensues. Go ahead and roll le check for me, Tarouche. Alright, here we go. Seven. A seven, all right. And another one, please. Even or odd. That would be odd. Odd. It seems that getting all the way over here was so, so tiring to you. It was a real climb to get all the way back up to the Silver Citadel again as uh, you guys are tuckered out and you are, uh, what do we say, enfeebled, enfeebled three, I think? Oh, God. You know? Yeah, so, so like most of the strength that you had in your body has left you. And I now need both of you to role play this out as if you are basically just returned from the longest hike of your life. Hiroshi <laughs> grunts as energy is just like drained from him. Um, I, I hate it. 
I hate this so much. Is everything all right with you? What is going on? Uh, he... Long day. Long day. For a moment, Bradley grasps like the sword that he has on his side. Just, just sit down, for God's sakes. Teru sits down with like this thump. You know, you know when you sit down and you have no energy left, like, ugh, you're almost falling over, but thank God there's a chair. <laughs> uh, it's I'm... so nice to sit sometimes. Oh, uh, it's... It's the... It's the art of fucking fact. The <sighs> artifact? What are you talking about? Is there an artifact behind this plague? No, no, no. No, it's an old different uh, shebang. You can also see Jesse also being very sleepy, just curling, curling up on my shoulder, a little fluff ball. Oh. I um, it's a magical effect. I'm, I'm sorry. I look. There's um. And Truce kind of blinks, like he's trying to think of the words he was just about to say. We wanted to discuss with you. I apologize for my difficulty in speech. I don't have to know the details of whatever it is you were doing, but... <laughs> my fake yawn was enough it to... Seems... <laughs> But it seems that you are all sacrificing your own health for this mission, which I can do no other than respect. Thank you very much. Yeah, it uh, sometimes can get quite uh, hard and dangerous and tiresome. Whatever this artifact might be, I hope it is worth it. But does yeah. this artifact have to do anything with who within our ranks is behind all of this? No, I'm... I'm sorry, ignore, ignore the artifact. Not, not important right now. Um, well. We, we need to get to Horizon Isle. You have a Lieutenant, Dante Corsell. He is infected. He willingly, a servant. Willingly? He, yeah, he works with the man. He sought power, and now the crystal plague affects him. And the he, he embraces it. He wishes for more power. He. he I'm sorry. I'm trying to. He. And Tarush is just like, he's, you see him <laughs> tapping his hand like on the table and he's trying to actually hurt his fingers as to try and stay awake. Like there's this <laughs> point where he just keeps doing this harder and harder so that there's some sense of feeling. There's, there's, there's Dante Corsell. He is serving the ringing. We need to get to Horizon Isle and we need whatever help you can provide. A, we had a plan. I had a plan. Other people were like, maybe it's a plan. Um, we need disguises, silver sentinel disguises 
and a way to get her to Horizon Isle and have them think that some of us are prisoners and some of us are not. Hold maybe, on, hold on. Maybe your best cards. These are heavy accusations that you were bringing against this man. Where's your proof? How, how does this all rhyme? We saw it in a dream. That's the proof. <laughs> no. You. He. Ignore him. He's. That was that was a, a sleepy funny remark. Yes. I'm, I'm he's sorry. joking. Captain. We've provided you with so much aid so far. I wish I could be more forthcoming and eloquent. But things are very difficult right now. And I wish I just need you to trust me right now. Go ahead and make a diplomacy check. <laughs> Like, I'm just imagining Tarouche being like, I want to make a point here, but words are so difficult. Every word is, oh. Tarouche is a toddler who doesn't want to go to sleep and is therefore just very, very angry. <laughs> I rolled a, I rolled an 11. Um, so that's 20 total. 20 total. Hmm, 20 is not too shabby. Like, as, as you say this, Bradley just... Wipes his face off, and with his arms over each other, he just like takes a couple of steps to one side of the room, a couple of steps to the other side. He says, Well, for one, I don't think you're energetic enough to lie as of this moment. You are saying me that you are sure that Dante is the one responsible. No, 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 no. Not responsible, but uh, there's a powerful fish god that is at the root of this, but Dante is one of the main people in, in, in one of their main lieutenants. Look, Dante, we don't know him. But we have killed Vermilion. We have killed a noble son of the house that governs the sewage here. And we were right. He is dead. They are dead. And we were right. This was a monstrous, power-hungry, consumed person incapable of resistance to the fish god monster. Uh, Abo, 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 What you're trying to tell me is that this Dante is another one in league with this fish god? Yes. 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 The biggest problem in all of this for me is that I don't really have another choice than to trust you in this one. Okay. How about this? Um, 
there's more. Um, not not information. You need to trust us on Dante, but um, we have a part of the solution. We'll go on. And you could take all the credit. Uh, so I grab one of the anti-plague potions that I have, and I grab the lar I grab the sack of mushrooms mm -hmm. that me and the sewer workers had gathered during our previous session. This. This, this potion, it, it will help you. It solves it. It solves the ringing. If one is not beyond a point of no return and they take this, this potion will solve it. Curing. It yes. And it is made of these, these mushrooms. I... I have so much more to tell you about the specifics, but just get alchemists and and um, herbalists, cultivate mushrooms, make potions, bring it, spread it throughout the city. You take the credit. I, I don't care. This will help. He takes the bag of mushrooms. Where did you get all of these? <laughs> Fish monsters. The scum. They serve the fish god. Fish, fish. <laughs> and Tarush is kind of just, yeah, fish. And you were telling me that these creatures, because they serve this fish god, they know how to stave off the infection for themselves. Um, they use it tempered. Um, small pieces, um, doses. It's small doses, and they commune. But because they're on its side, it helps and doesn't kill. And does it? Am I making sense? I don't know if I'm making sense. None at all. But what I seem to gather from your ramblings is that for one. You don't seem to have the mental fortitude to weave, weave? complex lies. But Yes. And we've already been too far in this to for me to step out of it. If you believe that Dante is the one in league with this dark power. then I will have to guess upon that as well. But if things go awry, if you are mistaken, then I have no choice but to deny any involvement with any of you and process you to the fullest extent of the law. Because what you are proposing is an assassination attempt on a local officer. The plan is not to kill at first. We hope. Um, I hope to God that you have a good way of clarifying whatever it is that Dante is involved with after the fact. Because if you do not, then my hands will be tied as well. 
I mean, how different is this from our previous deal? Indeed. Fuck. Do you have any plans? Any ideas of what you wish to accomplish? I will say at this moment, the magic of the artifact begins to wane a little bit and you get a little bit energy back slowly but surely over like the next there's you know, this 15 minutes this incredibly deep gray space underneath Tarusha's eye that suddenly starts to slowly regain color <laughs> this black can, hole <laughs> can I just say Jack just sitting there with his eyes off closed <laughs> nodding was such a mood like yep I'm here and as long as I keep moving I'm a part of the story. I am Jack, and I am very drunk. <laughs> I'm not sleeping. I'm just, I'm just resting my eyes. I'm just resting my eyes. <laughs> Look. You sleep? No. The plan. The plan that we had roughly in mind, although the specifics are to still be uh, charted out. We need to get away to Horizon Isle without arrows raining down on us. We were hoping perhaps one or two of your most or quite trusted officers alongside four disguises would bring us to the Isle. Some of us would be disguised as captured smugglers to be brought into the camp, the encampment of the Silver Sentinels. From there, inside, depending on what information you can give us about its layout, we'd be able to make our way to Dante himself. Ideally, we would capture him at an inopportune moment for him. At night, when he is asleep, or perhaps communing with the dark god that he now serves, the shepherd, the master. I... Another escapes Tarusha's... Ah. From there, we try to capture him. There is one... Oh, sorry? Go ahead and make another diplomacy check as you laid out your demands. Fair enough. That's a 21. So as to assess this, one more one more thing. Mm -hmm. The last time we faced one of these lieutenants, they were consumed in anger and possession. We hope to capture him, but at worst, we will find evidence of their wrongdoing. What was your diplomacy check? Uh, 21. 21. As you laid this out upon him, Bradley grasps his chin for a moment, thinks to himself, I cannot get my own man involved with this. These sorts of lines will lead straight back to me and to the rest of the Silver Sentinels, and that cannot happen. But some misplaced guards' uniforms shouldn't be too much of a problem. But I think what you really need is less people there. Once every while, I, as a captain of the guard, can call on a military exercise. 
to check if all the troops are still in working order and can be mobilized in a seeming matter. Perhaps it is time that the Coast Guard of the Arisen Isle has one such military exercise. I can't drain the entire island of all of its guards, but at least make sure that it is empty enough for these sorts of shenanigans. It is as if the Eleven themselves had sent you, Captain. A wonderful let's idea. Hope, let's hope to all the Eleven and whatever other gods you might worship to that you are right about Dante. He is a man that had weaseled himself up to this location, not really having the time within our ranks to rise up to that location. I always had my suspicions on how he got there through some bureaucratic or backdoor dealings. I hope that you are correct about him and that we can get rid of him soon, but if he isn't innocent in all of this, well, I can provide you these guard uniforms. I can provide you a military exercise that drains most of the island soldiers, but I cannot provide you men or provide you a boat. That will be up to you. No problem. Guard uniforms and can be misplaced. Ships, not so much. And if he is innocent, then uh, I can. We can assure you that we uh, will keep him alive. That's that's the main plan, anyways. I mean. People who are alive tell more tales. Master Roos said, make sure you have evidence of all of this before you do any hasty actions, but... And the rest of your group, they're on board with this idea as well? Yeah, totally. <laughs> they... Our, our, our involvement was dependent on the resources you could provide. Do you have any idea? You cannot provide a ship, no, but perhaps you might inform us of where to find one, one that we could take for ourselves, take for a little ride to Horizon Isle. All of the different vessels that fall under the Silver Sentinels are being kept in supreme condition and are accounted for at any and all times. If you wish to kitty, that is a kitty, kitty on stream. If you wish to find a vessel somewhere else, that will fall outside of my jurisdiction. Whatever your means might be to this, don't kill innocent bystanders to get their vessel. Look in the harbor, see if there's some forgotten thing that you might swipe for this operation. If it's for the best of the city, do what must be done, okay? Is there a certain protocol for us to be able to assume passage into the aisle? A way sure for us to remain... sign our allegiance to the Silver Sentinels. 
Be sure you remain as much unseen as possible until you get there, I'd say. But that is a puzzle for you to solve. Very well. Mm -hmm. I'll take the uniforms then. Let's see if we can find a inconspicuous way to get them to you. And for the for the sake of pacing, we will say that you uh, you can add those uniforms uh, into your inventory. Four of them. Sure. Cool. So basically, party plus Lyra minus Edge and Olam. Um, Very well. Which is a slightly racist assumption, but I think the safest one. And. With the uniforms in tow, I say we go back to the lake house. Yep. Unless, or, well, we meet the rest of the party somewhere nearby, actually. I think that would be more accurate than moving entirely across the city again. Is there um, is there a certain time that you would like uh, Bradley to call upon this military exercise? Mm. So that uh, the, the harbor of the Arisen Isle, at least the vessels that they have docked there, will basically need to move out and do a, a complete sweep of the surroundings. In one way, making it a little bit harder for you to enter if you would like to, uh, if you would go from the ocean inward. But perhaps, like, who knows? If you if you take a look at the map, perhaps there's a way to, like, lower down a small vessel into like the inner water uh, between like the Arisen Isle and the rest of the city, so you can make your dastardly entrance there. Or what, who the what, fuck knows? What time do we exist now? Uh, right now, you guys would be somewhere midday because uh, you guys got back here. And, oh no, wait, no, this would be in the evening. I'm sorry, because you uh, did a day of research. So right now, evening would be uh, would be falling. Okay. But it could also be possible to just say like, okay, we want to do it at night, but we do want to have have taken a long rest and be at full capacity that we like skip one day ahead. I mean, course. we're basically at full capacity minus our illusory disguises. And we are on a uh, we are on a schedule, so I say ASAP. I, I I know what the rest would say. I think in the dark would be a good idea, okay. uh, unseen and such. So yeah, ASAP. Yeah. So for the sake of this, we can basically just fast forward to the moment wherever you want to be, whatever you want to do. Yeah. So I I I I, I would suggest. Um, and I'm gonna look at the rest of the party if they agreed. Like we meet somewhere, you know, you know, just far enough outside of the Silver Sentinel Fortress, fortress where Jack and I just met, so we mm -hmm. can just plan the rest of our steps um, in a little inconspicuous alley, with Very well. uh, with two large bags containing four uniforms. <laughs> Very well. Then, as you find yourself in said alley. Under the darkness of night, you can continue to discuss your plans as a full party with Lyra there as well. A full party. All right. So we were able to get the following. We have four Silver Sentinel Guard uniforms. We will have to provide transport ourselves. And within the next hour or two, the captain will commence an emergency drill. An exercise that will draw away most of the forces and boats from Horizon Eye, not including the lieutenant. 
That is what we have been able to achieve. I... I do not know exactly where to move further with this. We need to acquire a boat. And I think it's best to focus on that right now, finding a boat. Tarush looks grudgingly at, towards Edge. I could probably find us a boat. And I will put up my hood, start stealthing around, see if I can find a, a boat that isn't too big. Wait a second. What we also could do is we already have the guardian uniforms. Just go for, for for requisition. We're the guard. We need that boat. Get the hell out. We're taking it. Bye. Or so, that. What do you think, Tarush? And Jack? And I, I, I lower my hood again. Like That <laughs> sounds like a lot less effort, to be honest. It does sound like a good plan. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll take the role of the requisitioner since I'm, I believe, the most intimidating of the bunch. Wait, if we're prisoners, shouldn't we be tied up? You're not, we're not playing the role of prisoners just yet. Okay. I do have, I do have manacles, so don't worry about that. So, and I have the keys for them as well. So, there are uh, multiple places where you could get uh, uh, vessels. Um, you could try to uh, get in, um, like at the at the main district, like on the map, it is right over here. There are harbors like on the outside of the city limits, right over here. But those I... are, oh yeah, so a little bit to the south of uh, south of, uh, of where the Arisen Isle is. You could try to uh, go over there and just bluff your way through, but there will be, of course, a large guard present there as well because it is next to like the main quarters of the actual city. What you could also do is go all the way up north where you have like the slums where uh, there are also some harbors uh, next to, uh, which are, uh, Vincent, please mute yourself. Ah! <laughs> which are um, worse in um, quality, but also a lot easier to uh, to get to and to get this sort of stuff done, you figure, because, well, less guards there, less capable people of actually raising their voices against all of you. Uh, but then, of course, we also have the question of how to get to the Arisen Isle. If you wish to get from the southern place, uh, you would also have to like make your way through uh, a area with a lot of guards. So again, that might not be the best course of action because too many prying eyes. So you figure that it would probably be best to go all the way uh, to the north, outside of the city limits, and just confiscate something there in the slums to then make your way down into this small bay and towards the Arisen Isle. But of course, you can also do other things if you wish to. But that seems to be the most logical place for you to enact this plan that you have came up with. That is what I think as well. I think and... that we do should go with the god on this. Okay. <laughs> and just for reference, where roughly again are we right now? Right now? Oh, you would be somewhere in the middle of the city because the uh, Silver Citadel is uh, like this large K 
campsite right over here. This building exactly is the Silver Citadel. And then there's this large campsite with all of the Silver Sentinel's might. So it would be somewhere in this main city district. I mean, um, not that, not that I particularly want, particularly want to go against the DM's suggestion, because that is generally a bad idea. Um, <laughs> well, I'm just sketching how the situation is here. And that's you can that's fair. Um, so. Basically, this this little alarm thing, this little exercise will be going off, you know, soon. Um, from where we are right now, towards the boats right there, that's like a very short, very mm. short journey. All the way towards the north of the city, however, is a very long period. You could also indeed try to like ride out the confusion of this military exercise and just bluff your way through like no 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 I need to go there. Yeah, there's like a high there's like a risk reward thing here. So if we take one of the boats near where we are, which the map is looking at right now, um, that means we have I know I'm 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 guesstimating. We have an hour to get into position with our boat. That's beautiful. That, that makes, from there on, we can, you know, go wherever you want. We can lay in wait for the exercise to start and, and take advantage. Or we can rush our way all the way to the north of the city and then rush our way down south, which is safer, but much slower. Yep. As right. you were thinking all of all of this, by the way, Tarush, mm -hmm. you for a moment feel a, a sense of dread and the, the lethargy, the tiredness of the effects of the artifact just come back for a moment as you see written on the wall, if you read this, you're dumb, haha, -ha, JK. <laughs> like, the artifact will not leave you alone today, it seems. Darius <laughs> looks at it, just... What? And he looks then up at the sky. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I think Terush's suggestion and, and, and... of uh, trying to uh, hasten the plan might be a good one. So I say we try that. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. What is the plan? Requisitioning a boat from the closest harbor. The closest harbor. We're not going to these slums. We nope. we have two options. We can go to the nearby harbors and requisition a more official boat, which has, of course, a higher risk involved, but does give us roughly an hour to get into place, to get into position, and ready ourselves for our inbound voyage. If we make ourselves all the way to the north, we will have an easier time requisitioning, but we will have less time before the exercise ends. Okay. That That is the options. I, myself, have not chosen a preference. More time, I, I, more better, right? I, I, would, I would say whatever gets us in, as out, in and out as quickly as possible. 
we first have to walk all the way to the north of the city to the slums and then get the boat and then row it all the way back here. That's gonna take a while. Yeah, we should get something quick. Very well then. Then it seems the decision is made. As you make yourselves ready to go to these uh, main harbors outside the city limits to confiscate a boat, you guys uh, disguise yourselves already? Or... Yes. Yeah? All right. So we have uh, four people in guard uniforms, uh, namely Jack, Tarush, Crowen, and Lyra, with Edge and Olam being uh, their, their normal selves. And with that, all of you make your way towards the harbor to, at the start of this military operation, confiscate one of the boats. Is that correct? Yep. Very well. All right. Who is going to carry my morning star? We're not a prisoner yet. We're just going to. Um, my my plan is to say you're the uh, eighth uh, edge and uh, Olama two high profile uh, pe uh, pe persons that we need to escort into Horizon Island. We're not going to pretend you're prisoners yet. So for now. You can just keep your own weapons, is what Chrome is trying to say, I think. Basically, yeah. Okay, but eventually someone's going to carry my Morning Star, and I'd like to know who that is. I now carry your Morning Star. Okay. Well, not yet. And but... my Morning Star. <laughs> and well. my Olam. And my Olam. <laughs> so, all of you make your way to that side of the city, over one of the large bridges that this uh, city has to offer crossing the eastern main and as you have made yourselves apparent to be guards you get all the way to this one harbor over here where you can now see that the main walls outside have all different kinds of openings in them at the bottom where you basically can exit the city limits here though there is a hefty guard post with the uh harbors that you are now entering basically functioning as um, temporary stops for ships where they show their paperwork, make sure that they, everything is kosher, and then they can go through the main gate and into the actual city proper. Here you see a lot of different officials of, well, the place where you, Tarush, and Jack had just disguised yourselves from, from the House of Trade, um, going over documents, doing all different kinds of things, and here you are just trying to blend yourselves in as guards as you're trying to make your way through the first checkpoint, namely a couple of guards who look at two other individuals, namely Edge and uh, Olam, who are being escorted by you outside. And one of them with their pike just resting upon themselves, yawning a little bit as the sun has gone under already, just goes, who the hell are these people? What's going on here? I'm going to stare at him very menacingly, as I always do, get right, right up to his personal space and Fuck, say, dude, dude, forget I asked, just, just go, man. <laughs> That's what I, that was easy. Like you're, you're exiting the city as guards, like you don't give a shit. Okay. As I'm, you guys... I'm up. As you guys are standing there, you can see that there is basically like uh, rock side cliffs with uh, different staircases hone into them, hewn into them, hewn, hewn, hewn into them, uh, going a couple of steps down into wooden piers that stretch outward with different many vessels on them, and all of the different piers are full with different people conversing with themselves and others. 
different torch lights illuminates everything and as you gaze over the large line of ships that you have at your disposal you uh, see a couple of which are as i just said like the captains being in conversation with other guards but there is a little bit further to the north other ships that are basically waiting their turn to be able to show their paperwork and get into the cities so if you wish to commandeer you probably don't want to push aside one of your colleagues that is busy with someone, but perhaps wish to get one of those. Um, is there anything specific that you guys are looking for, or...? Well, first, Tarush looks over at Crowen. Good cock, back up. You're back. I'll be the bad cop. Yeah. I think I can, but I do believe I can handle this by myself. If something goes awry, I'll rely on you, Josh. Very well. Uh, and Crow is going to basically look for a boat that isn't uh, that just looks good. That it doesn't need to be a uh, garment's boat, but just a boat, a boat that's big enough for us, uh, that's small enough for us three, us four to navigate with, but not so small as we think. What's that shabby-looking boat going over there? Yeah, just just a little light little boat. Like, I mean, does it even have to be bigger than a moderate fisherman's boat? Yeah, um, six people. It has to look official, so yeah. Fair, fair. Right. Go, ahead make, uh, go ahead and make me a perception check. Okay? Yeah. Eleven. Eleven. As you gaze over the plethora of different ships that are at your disposal, you can't really find exactly what you're looking for, but the best thing that does catch your eye is what seems to be a small sailing vessel. Um, mostly you uh, look upon this one because there's only one individual standing just outside of it, or sorry, on deck still, just waiting. A uh, bit of a pot-bellied man, seems to be pretty wealthy, uh, looking at the different clothes that he's wearing. Uh, and the ship itself mostly seems to uh, function as like a, um, what you call it, like a pleasure vessel, just to, to get out and, and, and do some nice thing with, not like a merchant's vessel of any kind. Recreational yacht. Recreational, uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> Sailing vessel that uh, he, uh, on his own, was able to uh, navigate, but is large enough to keep all of you on it as well, because it's basically like 15 feet long, something like that. And as your eye has fallen upon this, at that very moment, you begin to hear bells ringing and different guards come walking up and begin to converse with the other guards a clear sign that the military exercise the drill if you will has officially gone underway and you can hear the different cries out for orders being shouted at people um, different vessels that were in the process of being given entrance to the city are put on hold because first this needs to be happening and everybody is getting a little bit ah come on and the one person that is on your vessel still now also perches up for a moment and begins to look around, not really knowing what is going on. Ah, but uh, this would be uh, the moment to shine. Yeah, that's okay, amazing. Cool. Use the chaos. Come on, Vincent. I'm going to go to the boat and start with uh, a kind of angry, uh, clearly rushed. Like I'm in a rush to let here that I'm rushed. This your boat? Uh, excuse me. Yes. What, what is going on? Official Sentinel business. Get out of the boat. We need it. Excuse me? Excuse you? Go ahead and make an intimidation check, please. <laughs> uh, that is a 22. 22? Yeah. All right. Let me... that's, that's what happens when you have a plus 10 intimidate. Nice. 
Let me for a moment just real quick look up the stat block of a nobleman, just to be sure. Uh, may, may I? <laughs> I want to assist. Can I assist? Uh, in which way do you? Uh, so Tarush, he has his staff spear um, next to him as the Silver Sentinel. He looks up, he looks over at Proin just screaming, EXCUSE YOU! And he just... Uh, he pretends he's looking kind of shocked, but then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna fuck you up, and he smashes down the staff. And as it does, a little bit of the stonework begins to crumble under the sharp tip of your spear. Eh, 16. I, I don't know. Uh, right. However, with a 22, Crone? Yeah. 22, the gnomon does say, <clears throat> well, of, of course, if it is for the safety of the city, um, and he begins to, like, step off as each and every one of you quickly steps on. Um, so how how does this work? Do I do I get any paperwork on, on when I can get this vessel? What is going on exactly? Are we are we safe? Is everything okay? What's your name? My name? I am... <laughs> Here we go. I'm Lord Chrysith. Lord Chrysith. Your, your boat will be returned to you in due time, but as you can hear with the bells ringing, ringing we're in kind of a rush. Yes, but um, when would that be exactly? And how do I get back into the city? Um, you simply stay here. Um, look, so I tear off a little, little piece of paper from one of my little books, and I start writing on it. And I hold it out as... The rest of the party starts unmooring the boat, you know, yeah. we're about ready to go. <laughs> go we're basically go, go, go. already sailing off and I give him the note and it just says, I owe you. <laughs> well, as a... What in the... Guards! And, and as, as you write him this note and you guys are just out on the water, this one nobleman begins to run up to other guards and begins to converse. And you can see the confusion like, what? Did somebody steal your boat? Like, what, what the hell's going on? And you leave this confusion behind you as you begin to set sail. Um, does anybody know how to, like, handle yeah. a boat? Oh, um, I'm really... guessing Olam is just being really stressful, standing still, trying to focus to not fall. So I'm, she's the useless. Oh, oh. I come from the Inlands, so I only... Uh, oh, um, yeah, so I only know how to work a rowboat. On a I lake. know how to pull ropes because I, I'm very good at athletics, I guess. Uh, so, um, Edge, please help us out. I'm, yeah, maybe Edge. I don't know. What do you have? Do you have anything? On? <laughs> Sorry. Sailing. That's a, that's a, that's a skill. Uh, I don't have any okay, so special knowledge. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna stretch it. Uh -huh. Um Tarush may have some basic knowledge, actually, because he is trained in uh lore warfare. So although he might not know the exact specifics of you know how to raise a seal and stuff, he probably has had some training on a warship, I imagine. Right. So, um, let me first just look up vehicles, because there are actual rules. 
about how to uh, to drive a horse, for example. Yeah, thank God Wouter isn't to, looking uh, at my bluffing face, though. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Well, here. I could also say as a bandit, I must have been on a boat or two, but that doesn't mean that I know how to run a, a big boat. So, yeah, no. Um, let's see here. Don't, don't they just have, like, some, like sailing vessels? Everyone like go seaboard! I Row mean, boats. land board! No! Oh, 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 oh god! You... <laughs> okay, so... Sailing ship... Oh, no, a sailing ship is a... No, oh, no, wait. That, that would be um, crew of eight. That's not what we got here. With a robot, we'll we'll use a um, yeah okay. So a robot is a little bit too small, but okay. All right, so yeah, so athletics or driving lore or nature, yeah. So for the sake of this, because it's like a a sailing boat, I would say that if you don't have any lore sailing or whatever, it would probably be um, something like nature or. Perhaps survival as a uh, as a other check. Yeah, let me see real quick. Sailing lore, diplomacy, or oh no, wait, that's something else. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just pull it out of my ass. It'll be either a nature survival or lore sailing or any kind of that sort of lore check. And the lore check will be lower, but no athletics or still. Uh, no, it's not really it's not really a uh, a test of strength. This it's just like yeah. you have to be. Clever and uh, and wise and dexterous enough to to use like the sail in the correct manner. I'd we're say. we're not in a storm. I guess that's the no. no. Would my lore warfare apply or? I mean, I, I think warfare goes a little bit too far. Yeah, beyond I, that sort of thing. I, I agree. Think it's easier I was to just, actually um, just trying. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'll go for na for nature. All right. So the DC will only be 18. It's not that hard. Oh. Not 20. All right. So it seems that I was lying that lore war for war forged Jesus. Warfare that you were trying. Does seem to come in handy and indeed to rush um to the uh, frustration of Edge, perhaps, is actually capable of getting this sailing vessel seaworthy and slowly begins to dubber off towards the Arisen Isle where your quarry waits. As you begin to make your way there, you can already see that the uh, four larger vessels that were still docked at the dock of the Arisen Isle are now just leaving and are basically just passing you by as you make your way around that corner towards that inland bay that the Arisen Isle is laying within. So you have a perfect timing, it seems. And as you begin to venture forth, you can already see that the small dock with just two or three different buildings uh, on the stone pier um, do still shine with some fire lights from the inside. As you gaze further on, you can see that the island itself slopes upward with a couple of other buildings in the middle of it, but then at the very end you can see this very basic stone keep with four different corners that uh, also house like uh, different towers on each corner of them and where you expect your quarry to be. So, how do you guys approach the Arisen Isle? What's the plan now? 
uh, for the answers, I guess. I, I, yeah, I, I know. Edge, Jack, Olam, we'll, we'll take the official route. Is the is this the part where we become prisoners? Should we be in manacles? Should we maybe be yeah. beaten up a little bit? I, well, beaten up might not even be necessary. <laughs> well, sorry. I, I would prefer the beaten up part, yes, but I do not think it would be necessary. I have a lot of fur. You won't see any any bruising, I think. No, but I really like it. The good thing. That's fair. No, I, I think, like manacles, uh, it is then. I think manacles sounds like a good plan. Eating yeah. up uh, is uh, not necessary. Now, Corin happens to have two two pairs of manacles, so first on a uh, on edge, click. Oh, that means you would. Click. And you are now prisoners! Perhaps it is better, though, to give the keys to themselves, so if the time arises, they can quickly undo themselves of these manacles. So, says Lyra, I guess. Here's a here's a plan. Yeah. Um, Tarush grabs some uh, some rations, some of the dried berries we have and such. We we have at least ten minutes before we sail inwards, right? Certainly. Sure. Um, so I use these dried berries. I start, you know, takes ten minutes, twenty minutes to make two disguises. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, mix up a little bit of blood-like remains, as well as black marks. So I'm gonna do a little makeup on the two of you. I'm gonna make mm. a deception check to create a disguise, if that's okay. Sure. Um, Go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to. Yeah, I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but I do have a lot of fur, so. Yeah, makeup yeah, that's... on fur, fur is like yeah, it's like black, perfect. black makeup on black fur, and no, like but, glowing but stars. That's just like red, red all over it. Like it, it's even easier because fur is messy, so people. You, don't... Yeah, that's true. We can mat your fur, yeah. make it make it look a little crusty and dirty. Yeah, people aren't gonna look at your skin. It actually makes it easier, I would guess. So I, we'll I make it work. I know I. What's what's both of your uh, deception checks? Uh, just your skill at it. I have a plus nine on deception. Oh, perfect. Me too. Oh, well, we're all equal. So how about you do your own deception and I assist you? Well, my plan was to basically just punch myself in the mouth and then use that blood and some dirt and just wipe it in places. Yeah, but that's actual damage, though. <laughs> I, uh, we might need that HP. <laughs> if you punch yourself and it hurts, are you just weak or are you just too strong? Yes. Full tank. No, you're the tank if you do that. No, I'm, 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 okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm providing options. Shall I assist you or do you assist me? Don't touch me. <laughs> I assist you. Okay. Don't touch me. Hola? Uh, yeah, assist me. Okay. So, Olam. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> Olam, you get a plus one because I rolled 21. Edge, you get a plus one because I rolled 24. Nice. On deception. 
Alright. Now deceive yourselves with your disguises. On the first roll, I think, right? On the first roll? Like, now I have to roll for deception and I add the plus one, and then it's gone. Yeah. Level 21. Nice. Nice. Ooh! Uh, uh, 28. Sick! Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a natural 18. Nice. Very nice. So, as you guys make your way to the Arisen Isle, we see on this vessel four different guards of the Silver Sentinels with nicely polished silver, quote unquote, but mostly just metal uh, chainmail armor that each and every one of you are wearing with over them a uh, tabard of uh, silver and gray. And in the middle, we find in manacles bound two somewhat rough and tumble handled, um, wow, prisoners, that's the word rather, that are being transported toward this place. And as this small seafaring vessel comes closer and closer towards the docks, you can see that there is just one singular guard now with like, his hand on his side, not really to, to like get his sword out and, and do stuff, but just to like not have it swing away with a torch in the other hand, just taking a couple of steps towards you. And as Lyra whispers a couple of words, well, showtime, we will end today's session. Whoop, whoop. All right. Nice. Hell yeah. And next week y'all will infiltrate the Arisen Isle. And see if you can, uh, can Hyundai, hunt down Dante Corsell. Hyundai? Slow war for What language are you speaking today? I My <laughs> words are empty. I, don't, I do not have many words. <laughs> words are Who needs words? Brain, mouth, memory times. <laughs> I think that was a pretty good session in terms of usually we don't actually plan out our plans during the games as much no that's because you just bring plans on us in in the moment and then everybody just has to deal did you call me salty last session because i feel <laughs> i feel like i, I always call you salty <laughs> <laughs> but then again edge is always salty about tarouche so yeah look There's like a little salty. baby he's a little baby okay yeah, I mean, you guys made plans, and uh, they have started, and I think we have a nice little uh, little start-off point next time, as mm-hmm. you guys try to infiltrate, infiltrate Jesus, Walter. Language really is empty. Infiltrate, infiltrate Jesus? The Jesus of the island. Yeah. Oh, God. I think That's I think my fun. language is gone for now. So yeah, no, I, I agree with Nidiko. You're uh, you were also affected by the enfeebled I by the so, artifact. Yeah. I think so. I feel, but I feel because this it took enfeebled. a little while to you know permeate the barrier between fantasy and real world. It's just hitting you now. Yeah. At the moment, I do feel the enfeebled. <laughs> <laughs> I've been fighting it for the whole second half of the session, so of course I'm waking up now. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the second wind. But for now, though, some of us are getting tired. So thank you so much for watching. Next week, we will be back with more stupidities, more giant wasp battles. And uh, Maxine, don't think I will forget that you were the one victorious in all of this. So enjoy the last I'm hour of your weekend. Tank. I did good, though. Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the last hour of your weekend. We love you. I hate them. 
Good night. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking. Ah! <laughs>